morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are listening from. This is Moni Millares, and welcome back to Celebrate You, the podcast, the personal development podcast for the career and the entrepreneurial woman. <laughs> <laughs> so today is a very special episode because it is the beginning of a new era. Wow. And... That means that the podcast is evolving. So you told me, I heard you, therefore I'm implementing this. And starting today, we're going to have guests. Wow! <laughs> Yay! So today is the very first podcast with a, a guest in the show. And today we have Inti. Uh, and Inti... Hi, Monica. How are you doing? I'm good. It's a pleasure having you in the show today. Thank, thank you, you so much. And thank you for all this initiative and for sharing your good vibe with all the people here around the year in Malaysia, in Mexico, all around the world. Um, I'm really happy to, to meet you first. <laughs> I'm really happy that I had the chance to, to know you. And I am so happy to be a part of your uh, podcast. Oh, thank you. The honor is mine. <laughs> so before we get started, uh, guys, let me tell you how I met Inti. So basically, I met her in uh, yoga and breathwork and new moon uh, <laughs> uh, class on a Saturday night last summer. <laughs> so I went there with a friend. He introduced oh. me to the Mai, yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, and true. And we went, yes, <laughs> we went, we went to the class, uh, and that's where I met her. And it was one of the best breathwork classes that I've had in years. And I was like, oh, she knows her stuff. So since then, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I go every Sunday to Inti's class, eight thirty in the morning in the my studio. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter if I went out <laughs> in the previous day, I show up sometimes I'm like running and I'm like, oh, it's two minutes late. <laughs> But I you actually, uh, you actually went to one of my, like a really the most powerful workshop I did in like this past two years. It was one of the most powerful one I had. Oh, so I'm yeah. really glad that you were like, for the first time you do breath work and you just go to this one. It's a very, very, like, exceptional experience, I would say. Yeah, it was really good. Well, you hooked me. <laughs> That's happened. Um, so, uh, well, you've heard us talking, so I think I'm, I'm talking to you, the listeners. Like, you're listening, like, our chit-chat here. So I'm assuming that you know what's going to be the topic for today. So today it's all about Inti <laughs> and her work and breath work. Uh, yeah. So... Let's get started. Um, All right. So, well, maybe we can start with the breath. <laughs> we take a yes. deep breath here. All right. So, from where do you want to start? <laughs> I want to start with... Okay, one of the principles that I've been using in the podcast is every episode, I like the name of the podcast is Celebrate You. So every episode I start with, I ask myself, so far it's just myself, what am I celebrating today? And I just reflect on what I'm celebrating to today, like this week. So I want to start with that. What are you celebrating this week? Um, it was a very 
um, exciting week for me because I started so many new things. And uh, for some reason, I was like going through some parts the past month where I was just having a lack of motivation, a lack of creativity. And all of a sudden, this week, I found myself super, super, super creative. So what I want to celebrate today is creativity. Awesome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I started to have like, it's just coming like a flow. I mean, I, I remember you in the yoga practice, like in the breathwork practice where you just want to stop your breath to write things. So it's exactly the same feeling I'm having right now. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to celebrate today creativity. Cool. <laughs> Let's celebrate creativity. Yes. <laughs> um, on my side, I want to celebrate collaboration and women supporting each other because it's that's, huge that's a really huge value yeah yes, that's a huge value huge. <laughs> it's huge uh for our listeners what you don't know it's like sunday morning go to yoga class and then inti is the is the professor in the class <laughs> uh, but then we have another friend and then after i would the class, say facilitator like, i would say facilitator, facilitator because i'm just facilitator. uh putting things into condition i'm not doing yes. anything <laughs> she's the facilitator uh and then we yeah. have another friend and then after the class like we go for breakfast and then it's it's like a very nice energy and supporting community we just like talk about our things right and it's like very nice supporting energy and that's where kind of all this idea also came from like oh yeah i was like oh i'll invite uh, yes. <laughs> so celebrating uh, women supporting other women and having a very collaborative, nurturing energy. Super. Well, thank you so much for that. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's start with the basics. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about you? Of course I can. <laughs> well, my, my full name is Intisar um, and I'm from Morocco. I started like I'm always having that wild spirit inside me always wanted to travel for long trips around the world and that's the second time where I actually quit my job and I oh. decided to just quit everything and go for my spiritual journey so I started this trip in 2018 uh, went to India um, I quit my job as a marketing manager and uh, I just decided to shift completely. I mean, I didn't decide. It just it took me there. Uh, I was there for my spiritual journey. I really uh, liked the fact that I had to spend and focus my own day just to practice yoga, just to breathe without thinking about anything else, but just practicing from 4 a.m. in the morning until 8 p.m. every single oh, day. Wow. And uh, I really wanted to do this experience to see because I, I used to, ex to do yoga in my own country one hour. I felt super good. But then I was like, okay, if I practice like a whole day for like one month, what would happen? And the experience was just amazing. So from there, I, I studied yoga. I became um, certified in Hatha and Ashtanga. And I was super, super curious about how the energy works. Uh, we are made of energy. So how we move and we just uh, transform from a simple thought into a matter. Uh, it happens to me all the time. Of course, there are things inside each, of, each one of us that pushes us to, to look for the change or to seek for the truth of who we are. So from there, my journey took me into pranic healing. I got certified in pranic healing. 
Then I started to be interested in psychotherapy. So I decided to do, to do my certification in psychotherapy. And uh, so after that, I was like, okay, I really like what I'm doing right now because uh, every workshop, every class I do, it teaches me something about myself before sharing it with others. Uh, whole, my all, like all whatever anxiety I have, whatever uh, struggles I have, I use them. I try to understand them and I use them so I can help people who are going to do the same thing to understand exactly what's going on. So it's a curse and it's a blessing at the same time. <laughs> so that's my journey. For now, I'm living in Kuala Lumpur. I teach yoga here, different types of yoga. I teach Bikram yoga, which is one of the most uh, like powerful yoga. It's uh, quite a very, very strong and intense practice into hatha ashtanga but my favorite my favorite thing to teach is breathwork <laughs> yes and she's amazing like she really is really 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 good well okay, i'm glad to so... hear that it's a good feedback <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah my friend also thought that you were amazing yeah. oh super <laughs> yeah. um so how did you get into breathwork or why breathwork um that's a very good question um, I remember I was um, since since when I was very very young, I always had problems with anxiety and panic. Mm. So I was scared of the dark uh, when I was uh, a younger. I was scared of the unknown. But uh, at the beginning, when I was young, I really thought it's something super super bad to be anxious to have that panic attacks. But now. When I look, when I step back and I see all the things, I'm like, oh, super, I'm blessed. Because this, if I didn't have all this, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. And I remember whenever I was having panic attack or kind of anxiety, um, people around me would ask me to take just a deep breath. But uh, whenever I was doing that, it didn't hit me. It gets me into more anxiety. I was like, how come? I mean, my overreacting mind really didn't understand what he's breathing. And I was like, how come everyone is asking me to take a deep breath, but it's not working at all. So when I went to India, it happened to me again. So I had that kind of energy shifts or maybe Kundalini kind of experiences. And I was panicking and all my yoga teachers, they were asking me to take a deep breath and I didn't know how to do it. I was breathing, but my breathing technique was wrong. I was not prepared and I didn't know any, like I was doing breathing technique, but not regularly. Like my body... Uh, is not programmed yet to breathe properly and to use different breathing techniques. We need some consistency there. So whenever I was having these panics, it's just like my overreacting mind doesn't know what is breathing and how we can breathe and what are all the different breathing techniques and what, uh, what needs to be used when you have this or when you have that. So that's what took me into breathing. And I was like, okay, I really need to focus on that and I need to understand how come when people ask me to breathe, so it will relax me, it just does, it, it is just doing the opposite. So I dig deeper into breathing. I went through many types of workshops in India, in Bali, like uh, uh, holotropic breathing, shamanic breathing, conscious meditation, all types of breathing, where sometimes I got super, super scared about like whatever I was experiencing. Sometimes I felt super relaxed. I went through whole techniques for me to understand 
the breathing and yeah now when i see someone who is struggling or someone who is having anxiety because i've been experiencing anxiety and i know exactly how it works i can tell exactly what type of breathing can be used and how because this is the most important if you don't know how we can tell you to breathe as much as you as they as they want you will never understand the concept <laughs> oh wow this is like so powerful because as you were talking i was like I don't know how to breathe. And then I was like, we consciously don't breathe. It just happens, right? And yes. then if you tell me there's a technique to breathe, I could think like, yes, breathe from the belly. But I only do that when I'm like, yeah, consciously in the yoga yeah. class. Because you know, when you, when you are into panic or something, the chemistry inside your body is changing. And uh, like, it's so changing that nothing is connected anymore. So it's really hard, even if you know the technique of the breathing, it's really hard to do it when you are into that stage of chemistry transformation. So the body needs to be in autopilot. That's why we need to train our, uh, our breath. Because when you train it, the more you train the breath, the more when you have this kind of situation like panic or whatever, the body is just, he, it's already like the button is already there. The body needs where to put, where to where to push, and it's just going autopilot thing. But you need to train yourself every single time for that. And you need to like create those patterns inside. So whenever you have the problem, you are prepared. That's why I said yoga, it's not something that you are uh, doing to have results, but you are just preparing for the worst. So it's just a preparation. Oh. It's like you, you prepare your body for one th whatever things can happen in the future. It's just a preparation. You are trained like a soldier. It doesn't oh, mean wow. that you will get shot anytime, but you just prepare for the eventuality. Oh, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> It's like new perspective today. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, what I hear from what you're saying is basically you use the power of the breath work to manage your anxiety and panic attacks. Yes, I'm, I'm still training myself into that. I wouldn't say okay. I'm like out of anxiety because we all, we have different types of anxieties. We have, it's like different, like the things I was anxious about two years ago, it's different from the things different. I'm anxious about. So yes. it's always a training and every time you can see things differently. You can see, you can handle a few things, you can turn around into a few things. So it's like a, a a whole life of of practicing and learning <laughs> it's so, a never ending <laughs> yes i can see that and basically you're saying that if you can use the power of breath to to manage anxiety and panic attacks basically you can use the breath to manage your emotions whichever emotion it is sadness anger yeah like I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use the word manage because I, I really believe you can't manage or control I anything. I agree with you. <laughs> but yeah. it's just, you train yourself to whatever emotion you have, you just watch it like a movie. It's like you just non-identify yourself. You don't identify yourself to whatever emotion that is passing your way. And this is what breathing or whatever yoga, it's just like a flow. You stop, you start, instead of reacting, you just step back and you observe what's going on. So that's, that's what breathing is doing. I don't know, you've been to my class and I feel like one moment when you stop the breath, you exhale fully, you start to observe what's going on inside your body and you can be into a space of emptiness. Like there is no thoughts, there is no disturbance. It's just like observation. And 
this is like the point, like that kind of fine line where the breath can take you. And it's really hard to find it when you are agitated. And yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I have like so many questions now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it all. <laughs> because like, like what I was thinking now that you talk emotions and just observing the emotion, it's happened to me, like the three emotions that I've felt that I remember feeling in your class is yeah. one is like sadness right like yeah. last year was tough <laughs> at some point and I was like for a few weeks I would go and just like cry my eyes out during the <laughs> class so I felt the sadness but at the same time there's other sessions that I'm like oh I'm so relaxed yeah. <laughs> super relaxed and other <laughs> sessions that I'm like my brain is hyperactive because like I've been kind of like connected to that creative flow and inspired and I'm like ah yeah and I'm full of energy <laughs> that's true actually it's like different sensations I remember one time I went to a festival it's like the mirror fest here in Kale and uh that day they had like three breathwork sessions in uh, different rooms and different timings and I decided to do them all same day so like I went through literally six hours of breathwork and oh, um that's yeah. intense yeah, that's super intense. Like I was, I, I was like literally feeling super stoned after six hours. But the yeah. sensation was completely different. There are some classes, it's like the same day, where I really like experienced so much sadness. I was like, oh my God, where was this all hidden inside? Like I, I was so happy before, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and there were other classes where I felt like uh, the breathwork was so much structure in my, my head. I came out from the breathwork with so many decisions and so many like clarity. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and that. So it's like a really different kind of perspectives. It depends of the pathway of like the, the, the breathing pattern you are using. It depends of also the energy of the people around you. When you breathe in a room and you have many people, we are sharing energies. So it is also affecting uh, the, the space and affecting the, the breathwork session. Yes, that's a very good point. Like in every session, at the beginning of the session, you say something about intention and you say something about the energy of the room and we're here for each other. It's something yes. along those lines. Can you expand on that? Uh, yeah, I always mention in my class that we are like here all together, but we are sharing like uh, energies and we are like transferring energies to one another. So we need to be very mindful about the kind of vibrations we are sending out and uh, the fact that whatever you send out, it will get back to you. So we have to be really, really mindful about the values and uh, whatever like Sometimes it's really important when you do a breath work, you just like set your intention that you really want to spread a love or forgiveness or something because it manifests into the quantum, uh, into the quantum field, whatever words you are using to yourself or whatever like intention you are putting out there, it's just creating like kind of vibrational field that goes and spread around. So it's very, very important to, to be mindful about the vibrations we are sending out awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i guess like the other question that comes up as i think about the class is there is well i don't remember if specific to your class or just in general there is like these people talking about breath work for healing how for healing work? 
for healing. Yeah. All right. So um, there are different types of breath work. Uh, the one I do in my classes, it's conscious breath work. Something I, I, I learned in, in Bali, uh, where we were in a room like of 170 people in the room and we were all together. So it was very, very powerful breath work. And this one is more like creating, it's like awakening every single atom in your body. The oxygen is not reaching every single particle when we breathe normally. So forceful breathing, it's like if you're sending so much energy, like you're disintegrating things. And the, yeah, so that's what the breath work that I, I teach in my classes and I use in my classes for. So sometimes we have so much heavy emotions that we need something very, very powerful to just disintegrate those feelings. Push first. Yes, push. Yes. It's like the water. You need to put the pressure of the water so high if you want to make a hole or something. Yep. So it's the same. Then there is a very relaxing breathing, like super, like how you just slow down. It's uh, a relaxing breathing is, is a very interesting breathing because for me, it's like it brings you into a synchronicity between the speed of your mind with the speed of your movement. Because sometimes, uh, and that's what I'm going to show you today, it's like how you synchronize. Sometimes your mind is, also, is already putting you into the result while your body is not even getting into action. Like, for example, sometimes you want to organize an event or something. In your mind, you already see the event. But the steps to get there, they are not done yet. Yeah. So if you follow up with your mind, you might be sitting in your chair, not doing anything, and you think that the event is here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same in yoga. Sometimes we do a posture in yoga. Like, for example, if you want to touch your toes, in your mind, you're already touching the toes. But the whole process is not there yet. So your body will go and it will try to follow the brain and you will end up like bending, not creating enough space. So breathing helps you synchronize, like to bring back, to stop your mind and to slow it down so you can synchronize with the present moment. And that's what the slow breath is for. Interesting. Now let's talk about the breathing that is healing. Uh, you know, we have some kind of windows, energy windows in the body. Like, for example, the fingers, the palm of the hand, uh, the eyes, the ears, uh, the feet. So it's all windows of energies. And whenever you touch someone, you are transferring the energy to that person. Uh, that's what, like, for example, pranic healing or Reiki that's what happens. So you just take a deep breath in and whenever you exhale, you send the energy to the person. So it's like an exhalation and you just exhale from your hands. That's a healing uh, breathing. It's like you use your breath. You First, you have to purify yourself, of course. And you use your breath, whether to heal yourself. So sometimes just putting the hands uh, on the heart center or in whatever, like something which is very, very painful in your body. You can just heal it by using your breath. You inhale deep. You use your left hand, for example, to receive the energy from the universe or from the divine God. And you use your right hand to just exhale, whether on yourself, and just like use some really meaningful words. But you have to really be completely focused and like full consciousness into that. Or you can also use your hands to heal someone. Like uh, we can heal each other if we know how to do it, uh, just using the healing breath work. And in pranic healing, in psychotherapy, basically this is how we do it. We use the breath 
we purify our intention and we just like clean people's energy clean the chakra in the room or just sometimes just scan things to see how kind what kind of energies they're having so yeah we are energy the breath is also creation of energy uh, all your atoms are just energy balls so everything is very very connected so of course there is breathing that can totally be a healing breathing but it's okay. a work to be done <laughs> yes definitely and now that you touched on chakras like how do you how is breath work related to the chakras and opening and closing the chakras all right oh that's a huge topic we can stay here oh. until more tomorrow morning <laughs> well what i have learned I wouldn't say it's something that comes from me because I also was super interested to understand what how the chakras work. Um, first of all, let's just bring things into very, very simple definition um, of chakras. Chakras are just energy points that we have in the body. Uh, we have 114 energy points in the body. But the most powerful ones, like the, the head of all the energy points, are the seven uh, energy wheels which are the chakras that are located in the spine so it starts from the lower spine we have one energy wheel then uh, just on the table and uh, right in the middle of your spine and which is linked to your navel that's the second energy point which is the sacral then we have the other one which is right underneath the rib cage which is the uh, solar plexus then we have the one uh, right in the middle of the chest, which is the heart energy center, then the throat energy center, then the forehead energy center, then the crown energy center, right on the top of your head. So those energy wheels, it's kind of, they just attract and catch the energy from outside. It can be positive, it can be negative. Uh, energy, it means emotion, your external experiences and how you perceive them. So it gets inside. When it's a positive, those energy wheels, they just help to spread and spread that good energy into the body. So it nourishes the organs, the nerves and everything. And whatever is not healthy for the body, they just keep it inside. It's like a filter. But the thing is, the moment they start to filter, 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 it's like the aircon, you know, when you have your aircon, it filters so many dust. But at some point, it becomes super dusty that the air inside doesn't come out anymore. It's not cold anymore. It's just not healthy anymore. So it's the same for the chakras. The moment they start to get so much dust, your the functioning inside your body is not working anymore because there is so many negative emotions that are hold into that energy wheels. So it creates blockages. And when there is blockages, you start to feel it in your energy body, which is like uh, through emotions and also into the physical body, into some pain in your organs or your tissues or your skin. And each energy center is linked to specific organs, specific emotions. Mm. So time to time, we need to make sure that we clean those energy centers uh, by meditation, by breathing, by energy flow. It means the movement. So the more you move and you create space inside, the more the energy flows properly. The more you breathe, the more you refresh the body. And the more you meditate, the more you uh, steady your mind so you can discern between the positive and the negative. Okay. So that's what the chakra are. 
Now, how the breath work helps the chakras? Um, like, it's disintegrating. As you said, sometimes you go out from the class and you feel super, super sad. It means that there are some heavy emotions in one of the chakras, mainly the solar plexus, uh, where there is so many sadness there. And when you push too much, it is disintegrating. So it's like if you are exploding, like an energy ball of negative emotion is just coming out. So that's what the breath, oh, wow. the, the intense breath work is doing. It's like you're pushing so much pushing that whatever is inside, it's like if you're shaking a bottle with like a kind of dust inside, like a bottle of water with dust, you just shake it like that and it all becomes super, super like kind of dust brownish color and it needs time. The moment you stop the breathing, you have that brownish color and it needs time to just take the dust down and keep the pure water up. Yeah. So it's the same with the breath work and the chakras. You breathe, you shake, you take out all the dust and you just keep the clear water inside. And oh, we are made of 70% of water. So water has memory and it's really, really important to take care of the water we have inside. <laughs> I agree with you. Water is so important. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I also so, was not expecting that. I'm just answering the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I would love if you can do like a five minute or so um, breath work exercise with us. But before we go into that, yes. I just wanted to to understand what are the benefits of doing breath work. Um, it's more than just an exchange of oxygen into carbon dioxide. Uh, this is what makes you, I mean, you come to life with an inhalation and you exit life with an exhalation. Yes. So your life, it's happening between an inhale and an exhale. And that's why it's important to explore your breath because that's what's keeping you alive. And that's what is taking you away from here to somewhere else. So for me, this is how I define breathing. Now, a benefit, there are so many benefits of breath work. It is connecting you, it's the prana, it's the chi. Uh, it is connecting you to the divine energy at some point. Spiritually, you connect so much when you use your breath and when you combine your breath with the very powerful words. Um, breathing helps you heal your organs because you oxygenate uh, your organs in such a beautiful way when you know all the techniques to use because sometimes we, we don't only breathe through the nose sometimes we can breathe through organs uh, it helps you also um, heal your emotions sometimes heavy emotions can be uh, disintegrated with breathing it's very very important whatever you feel but of course you need to use the right technique for that but it can help you a lot not even heal emotions but shift your emotion you can literally move from a very kind of angry uh, kind of situation into super relaxing emotion. Like it can literally shift your day. When you start, like you can try, you can just start whenever you wake up in the morning, you start with like 33 breaths before going wherever you want to go and see how it works. But it's, of course it needs consistency because I know so many people, maybe they come to my class one time. Uh, they just want to feel relaxed after that. But why consistency? It's not because you are building something, but because 
you need to go through the shit you have inside. Sorry to use the word, but that's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> it needs time to uh, face the, all the crap we have within ourselves. So it's not only, you cannot think that you are taking two, three deep breaths, going into breath, breath work session, and after that you will be just fine and all your problems will be just uh, a, a thing from the past. <laughs> that's not how it works. In all my classes, I always repeat that. I am here and I'm opening the place so you can see what's wrong. And this is the first thing that breathworks do. It, it is putting you into a really uncomfortable feeling. You feel so much uncomfortable when you do breathwork the first time. You feel like uh, you want to stop. You feel like this is not for you. You feel like, oh my God, it's too much. You are struggling with your breath. Uh, you're struggling with emotions, like your your brain is like jumping like a monkey the first time you do breath work. I, I'm sure you experienced all this. You want to stop, yeah. you feel cold, you feel like your back is in pain. Everything is in pain. It's like the hardest thing you have to do. And you need to pass this stage. If you want to feel the benefits of breath work, you need to go beyond that. And that's the hardest mm. part to do in breath work. It's like, this is what consistency is for. Is it taking you beyond all those walls that you have inside so you can see the clarity after? It sounds like your life, <laughs> right? <laughs> like sometimes we just have to like, especially when it's challenging, like we just have to, the growth comes in the overcoming the challenge. I remember like at work here, here in Malaysia, like, at some point, one of the ladies was like, oh, this is so tough. And then she said, like, oh, I'll do just like Monica says. And I'm like, oh, what do I say? <laughs> she was like, sometimes you just have to push through. Yeah. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, it may be difficult and uncomfortable, but sometimes the growth is in, in yeah. being mm -hmm. okay with, with that uncomfortable feeling. Well, first, there are two things. Because in life also, there are a few things that is just arriving to a dead end. It's not necessary anymore to do that extra mile. So uh, the good thing about breath work, the more you do it, the more you start to have more clarity. Like you start to see the things that are worth doing that extra mile for. And the things that when like without even starting, you can just feel that it's not what you wanted. Yeah. So that discernment, it's like one of the most powerful things about breathwork. It makes you, after a while, to start to discern from far away, whether it is in a relationship or in projects or in work or something you want to start, you start to feel whether it's worth to take a shot without having to take a shot like for one or two years and then find out, oh, that was not it. That's so not instead of trying so many things with no reason, you start to be very smart you start to see things super clearly, then you're like, okay, that thing, I'm not going to get into it because it's not vibrating in my own energy right now. It's not yeah. something bad. Sometimes we are like, it, it used to be good, but not now anymore. Yeah. So breathwork takes you into a different vibe. It's, it's kind of creating a clarity in your own vibrations. You don't vibrate in too many things at the same time. You vibrate only in some kind of alignment line. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
So my coach Dan, he said the same. Consciousness can only be in one place at the same time. Yes. So you cannot be angry and joyful at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And angry and joyful, they are very different frequencies. Yes. So yeah, you might see yourself your circle getting smaller. You might see your you might see your projects getting like uh, shorter. You might see that maybe you have so many projects, but you end up having only two or three. I've seen so many, even for myself, it was the same. Like when I started breathwork, I was having so many ideas and so many projects and so many people around. But the more I get into this, I start to like, you just start to select the people you want to be with. You start to select the project. It's like, instead of having like a candle, you're just having like a torch and it is just putting all the light into one point and you just go straight to that point. <laughs> I love that. I love that analogy. And then I like earlier you talked about consistency. And yeah. then at the beginning of the year, when we were in the middle of lockdown, like this uh, 2021, yes. uh, you did an online challenge. I don't how many days was it? 11 days. We did 11 yes. days yeah. breath work, but we met in the morning and then we met in the evening. <laughs> and that made a massive difference in, in um, my day-to-day yes. life <laughs> and when I stopped I could also see the difference as well I yeah well, I was that's not good. doing it anymore <laughs> yeah I always um like all the workshops I do I try to that's why I try to bring consistency uh whenever workshops I do it's only 11 days 21 days and the next one actually it's going to be 30 days um mm. Yeah, but it's a different program. It's really like, I will talk to you about it maybe after the yeah. session. And yeah, I, I because I really think one session or two sessions or maybe a week, it's not enough. No. Uh, human body in general and the consciousness into science, uh, if you want to change, I, I truly believe in this because I've been doing the experience myself, that it said, if you want to release a habit, it needs 21 days. If you want to build up a new habit, it needs 33 days. And if you want to keep it up, it needs 66 days. So scientifically, it's it's actually true because it needs so much consistency, like to reprogram the mind, it needs uh, discipline. Uh, but not only discipline, because we are not meant to stay in one program. The body needs to be very volatile and we need to create the mobility in our thoughts, in our energies, in our emotions. We cannot just be disciplined into one point and stay there our entire life because that's not the point we need to always have that volatility inside so we can change from step to step from situation to situation but it's really important to build up like to if you want to learn a program it needs time so if you want to change your body you need to go to the gym every single day if you want to lose weight you need to stop eating for several days no one or two days it's not enough so we really need to repeat the same every time because it's not only you or your mind that needs to understand the process. It's your organs, your tissues, your molecules, your cell, your atoms, your electrons, your protons. Everything inside needs to get the message. It's a long way. It's like if you want to talk to someone and you know that so many people need to hear the message, you need to go through to each one. So every day is different. You need to talk to your mind, to your organs, to your tissues, to your cells, to your molecules, to your atoms. Oh. So it's a long way to go. So everything is aligned. We are everything inside you That's knows what you want. Yes. Yeah. At a body, mind, spirit. Yes. 
energy, so, like yes. all of this. So that's why They're consistency is important. Yeah. It's because it needs time to reach the smaller, like the really, the quantum part of who you are. And uh, I've, I've been always uh, like impressed by quantum physics. It's something, I'm not into physics, I'm not into math, but when I started to do all this, I was always like super interested by quantum physics and how the smallest things work because we think it's not alive, but it has much more uh, living uh, activity than what we think. So we tend to really not pay attention to the smallest things that we have inside and we focus on the bigger things. But we need to do the opposite. We need to really make sure that whatever small is in within us understand what we want. Because that's the whole power of whatever work you do. It will save you so much time. Uh, the things that you can do in 10 years, if you just understand that you need to just bring the message to the smallest thing, it will take you much like less time, <laughs> for sure. That is such an interesting perspective. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so shall we get into it? I'll go yes. quiet and then I'll let you do the talk. All right, so uh, let's say I was talking about stress last time and anxiety. And um, I always know that many people, they say, okay, just take a deep breath. But this is a very vague kind of sentence. It needs more detail. How you can take a deep breath. So there is in a Taoist uh, science, uh, something called embryonic breathing. It means you breathe and you send the energy to your navel. But for this, you need to, it's like if you are taking your breath into a road and you are really visualizing that road step by step. The moment you get into this, it will you will release the feeling of anxiety and you will focus, you will bring all your focus into that road. So that's the key to shift from a negative emotion to a positive one. How it works. So it's a different pathway because now we work in dualities, male and female, yin and yang, ida and pingala. So how we use it for a man is different of how we use it for women. I'm sure you have you have listeners from both genders, so yeah. we are going through both uh, uh, systems. Thank you. <laughs> so embryonic breathing, it's super easy. You close your eyes and you are going to focus. Let's start with the feminine side. You're just going to, without effort, imagine you have like a, a rice pepper right under your nose and you need to breathe enough so you don't drop the pepper and enough so you don't get the pepper stuck in your nose it's like something in between yeah then that breath you're going to just visualize it traveling slowly toward your forehead then you are going to take it all the way up toward the top of your head then you are going to let it travel toward the back of your head then you are going to visualize that breath going all the way down through your spine, starting from the upper spine, the middle spine, and the lower spine. And the moment you see this breath reaching the lower spine, you're going to just shift it toward your lower belly and expand your lower belly out. Once there, you're going to hold it. 
It's like your belly will be feeling a little bit heavy when you push it out. Like kind of a rock there. You just feel it. Just make it consistent, make it powerful. Connect with your sacral. The sacral, this is like the source where you started to breathe before even being born through the navel. So you just connect with your inner self, your gravity center, which is your navel. Then slowly, when you want to start exhaling, you're going to imagine that in your lower belly, there is like a ball, an energy ball, that you're going to lift up from the front of your body. So you're going to bring the lower belly in and lift that ball toward the upper belly. Then bring the upper belly in and lift it up toward your chest. Then see that ball going all the way up until the throat. And slowly you open your mouth and you let it go out. So this breathing technique, you have to do it at least 33 times. Oh, wow. Yes. So 33 times, it's like when you want to get into deep relaxation. If you are into kind of anxiety or something, you can use it 10 times. But the fact that you shift your focus from one negative thought into that breathing pattern and you make that image super, super clear. Like the first time, you will go faster. Like your breath is here, you're already on the back. The second time, you will get a little bit slower. The third time, you will make that pathway even clearer. The fourth time, you will see it going through the spine. And the more you keep breathing here, the more you make your breath shift from shallow breathing into deep and long breath. Yes, because what I notice now, it's like, ladies, I don't know if you were practicing as Cynthia was speaking, I was. But then what I notice is many people say, I don't know how to meditate or how to breathe because my mind wanders into I don't know where. But then this time it was so easy just to follow your voice and then yeah. imagine the breath like going like. So we can do we can do the said. practice. We can go for like three breaths very, very slow together. So if um, anyone who is listening is a man, it needs to go the other way. So we start inhalation through the nose and we take the energy through the throat. Then we go from the front. Then we go all the way down toward the lower belly. We expand the lower belly. And on the exhalation, we shift the weight to the backside and we lift it from the spine. Yes. Then we release it from the nose. So it's different pathways. Yes. Yeah. It's like the yin and the yang because we have different polarities. So for men, it should be from the front to the back. And for women, it's the opposite. We start from the back. We take the energy to the belly. Then we take it out from the mouth. So we can do three sets of breathing. You can just listen to my voice. Close your eyes. And uh, first, just put an intention for this breath work. Wherever things you want to release. It can be stress, it can be anxiety, it can be anger, it can be negative. Whatever emotion you want to release in this breath work, it's important to always set an intention. Then slowly from here, you're going to relax your eyes first. Relax your mouth. We hold so many emotions in the mouth the moment we squeeze the teeth and the tongue. We relax, we relax the jaws. We relax the mind and the shoulders. We drop the shoulders down completely. 
And here, we are just going to focus on the breath. Take a slow, effortless, and natural breath in through the nose. And remember that rice pepper you have under your nose, that you breathe just enough so you don't drop it down, and you don't push it too much against your nostrils. Then now feel that energy and that oxygen rich in the forehead. Then keep slow inhalation until you reach the top of your head. Then slowly keep inhaling and take all that breath toward the lower head, the lower, the, the neck. And keep inhaling and let that oxygen travel through the spine, starting from the upper spine, the middle spine, the lower spine. And the moment it reaches your lower spine, you're going to just shift it toward the lower belly and expand your lower belly out. So you might feel your lower belly is heavy like a rock. Keep it there. Make that energy ball powerful, strong, consistent. And slowly, gently start exhaling. Bring that lower belly in and lift that energy ball toward the upper belly. Then slowly, gently lift it all the way up toward your chest. Take it all the way up to the throat. Then open slightly your mouth and let it go out. Again, inhale through the nose and make this time that pathway as clear as possible. Synchronize. Inhale through the nose, lift it up to the forehead. Then slowly, gently lift it up to the top of your head. Then the back of your head. Then keep inhaling and take it all the way through the spine. Bone by bone, vertebra by vertebra, until the lower spine. Feel your spine expanding on your inhalation. Then slowly, gently from here, shift that energy toward the lower belly and expand your lower belly out. As much as possible, feel like an energy sphere rotating around your navel and the lower belly. And keep that rotation of the energy going all the way up. Bring the stomach in and lift that energy toward the ribcage, the chest, the throat. And open your mouth and let it go out. Last one. Make the image super, super clear this time. Inhale. Lift the energy to the forehead and feel like a white energy refreshing and clearing your forehead. Then take it all the way up and feel that white silver energy cleaning and refreshing your crown. Then let it travel toward the back of your head and feel your neck energized with that white light of breath. Then let it travel and let your shoulders get energized with that white light you're bringing in. 
Then keep inhaling and let it travel toward the middle spine. The middle spine is the location of your shadows, your dark side, the things that you can hardly see, you can hardly touch about yourself. Let it clear, let it energize. Then keep inhaling and send that energy toward the lower belly. Space of insecurities, of worries, and fear of the unknown. Then slowly, gently shift that energy toward the lower belly and connect with yourself. Lower belly, navel, sacral, gravity center. This is the guideline of your life. This is your connection with the divine. Expand that energy, connect with your navel. Make it powerful, make it consistent, make it strong. Believe in it. Then start your exhalation. Bring your stomach in and lift that energy toward the ribcage. Nourish your solar plexus. Then lift it toward your chest and nourish your heart. Lift it toward the throat. Nourish your throat center. Open your mouth and let it go out. Then gently open your eyes. How did you feel? Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> the third time, I could feel like, you know, like the tingles in the back. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you go more than 33 times, like if you go for 10 times, it's like much more powerful than that. You really feel super, super relaxed. And this is a way to, to shift from very shallow breathing into deep, long and... Um, uh, like very, very kind of, uh, uh, how I say, grounded breathing. It's like super grounded. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it feels like free. Yes. Free breath. <laughs> exactly. So it, it is so super, super grounded. So yes, it's super yeah. grounding kind of breath work. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm super relaxed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, now you take over like when at some point like you know like the brain goes somewhere like i heard yes. you, i was listening to your voice and then like i like i said we did the online program at the beginning of lockdown yes. and many times i would feel i would fall asleep and i was like monica don't fall asleep this time. <laughs> that's true well sometimes it's also helping when we feel like uh, sometimes the body is also super tired but the mind is not so, you know, sometimes it happens most of the time when you feel like super, super tired, you really feel like you want to sleep, but the moment you put yourself into your bath, it's just like not there because the mind mm. is so like into like constant work. So sometimes yeah. breathing did just synchronize both of them so you can go back to sleep. What I also noticed it's like I felt hot as in warm, the yes. my body temperature increased. Yes. Well, that's, that's not even intense breath work. It's very calming one. <laughs> <laughs> yes this is like relax yeah. wow this it's been fantastic super uh, i'm just yeah i'm really so, really happy that we made this podcast i'm super super happy and uh yeah i really like the flow of this podcast it was just perfect <laughs> thank you it was like perfect like properly perfect every single aspect of it well so, then it's super <laughs> Where can we find you? Like, if we want to know more, because like you, you give classes face to face, but you also have like online programs. Yes. And stuff. So, so anywhere, it doesn't matter if you live in Mexico, in the UK, yeah. in Malaysia, anywhere, Denmark. Oh, we just.
Inti. <laughs> oh my god, she just disappeared. So we'll have to edit this bit. Let me stop. Okie dokie, so we're back. We lost you for a second. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we were saying, like, where can we find you? Like, it doesn't matter where I'm based, anywhere in the world, because, yes. like, today... Well, that's a good point about this lockdown and this pandemic. It's we started to really use um, internet and uh, connect with each other. And, like, um, uh, we start to become very, very curious about online classes and practice online, which is really, really good. So yeah, uh, I give so many workshops online, uh, mainly it's programs like 21, prog 21 days program, 11 days program. And the upcoming one is going to be next week, which is 30 days program. And it's a detox program. So it's a combination between fasting, meditation, yoga flow and journaling. So I would take the and it matches Ramadan. Yeah, it matches it Ramadan. Line with Ramadan. It matches Ramadan. It matches the new moon as well. And it's not a program that is only open to Muslim people. You can um, practice as well because you know there are different types of fasting. It can be um, intermittent fasting. Like now, everyone is doing intermittent fasting time to time. Whatever method you are choosing to detox, you just need to keep it for 30, 30 days. So it can be six hours fasting, eight hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, whatever works for everyone. For Muslim people, it's easier because it's like the month of fasting. But the energy of this month is quite powerful. Even the full moon of this month, it's super, super powerful. So that's why I decided to just make it during Ramadan. So we can, um, it's going to be a like a combination of four sections uh the first section is going to be about detachment so how we can detach ourselves from the food from the emotion from whatever things that doesn't serve us and the more you empty your your stomach the more you give space for new things to come in so that's why detox is for oh yeah uh, the second part it's going about detox and purification so when you Detach yourself from what doesn't serve you. You start to detox and to purify your body. It's going to be like an energy flow, um, yoga practice, uh, meditation, but also journaling. I always add a journaling because I feel it's super, super powerful when you do it. Uh, the third section is going to be about healing. So we are going to use, again, different program. It's going to be online classes, mainly online classes. It's only 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes nighttime. And the rest is journaling and how you just reflect on whatever you have. Uh, so the third part I said, it's just healing. And the fourth one, it's a rebirth. So it's going to be a good focus on uh, conscious breathing, very, very intense breath work. While you can see things more clearly this time, uh, you've been, you had time to detach, you had time to detox, to heal. And now it's the part where you sit in clearly and I'm going to be doing like a breathwork program into that section. So it's four weeks. It's a complete set uh, for whoever wants to join. It's going to be online. And of course, all the online classes are recorded for whoever wants to practice their own time zone. I know that we have different time zones, so it's going to be Malaysia time, but you can practice anytime you want. And if you want to know more about my program, you can just get into my Instagram page, Yoga Awareness by Inti. Uh, 
uh, or you can find me if you are in Malaysia, you can join my classes in Damai, Hotio, like a Damai Studio and Cafe, where I teach their Hatha Yoga, breath work, and also um, energy flow, uh, talking about the chakras. So yeah, if you are in Malaysia, you can come and see me face to face and we can have class together. Or you can just follow up Yoga Awareness by Inti on Instagram, where you can check all my programs and you can practice them from uh, wherever around the world. It's just the fun. comfort of your couch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. It sounds like a really good program. I did the 11 days yes. and it was so centering and so good. Yes. It, it was really good. So I can only imagine like 30 days of doing every yeah. day breakfast. It, it sounds long, but to be honest, it's not. The moment you practice, you will start to see the transformation and you will want to get into the next yeah. point, the next week. You are just waiting for the next week. Like after the 11 days, we did the 21 days and all the ladies, I mean, you know them, we, they, they've been with you into the 11 days and they were like, oh my God, 21 days already finished? So it's not that long oh, wow. to nice. practice. Yes, because you will see the transformation okay. and you will want to write about and you you will want to see what's going to happen after the four weeks. Yes. And you know also what makes it very powerful that it's uh, in Zoom. So it's live with the other ladies as well. Yes. So it's not like just a recording that you play at home. It is like catching up with friends yes. kind of and doing <laughs> breath work. So it's it's very easy to to get into it and be like, hi girl, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we created kind of community on Zoom uh, through those workshops. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 we did. And I have a question uh, before we kind of finish on that. Uh, why is this month so powerful energy-wise? Why is this the right time to do this work? What What's okay. happening in our environment? All right. So first of all, um, we need to understand that into um, constellation, there are like the body needs to relax. There is a, a time where the body needs to reset itself. So we've been working with the body for 365 days. And into this 365 days, like let's, let's just keep, let's say if we don't fast, if you, we don't reset the body. Sometimes we tend to uh, get into so many excess like excess in food, excess in emotions, excess, because there are so many things that agitate in the body. And you keep going through this cycle every year. Like every year, it's the same thing without resting. And the body, at some point, it cannot handle that much. So we need to reset the body. Not resetting, it's just pause. It's total stillness, where you detach yourself from your senses, you detach yourself from your needs, you detach yourself from the desires you have, you just become no one. It's like nothingness. So there is mm. uh, into the, the 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 moon, the cycle of the moon. There is one uh, full moon and one cycle of the moon, which is super super powerful, because first the planets are aligned, second the constellations are like like the symmetry of constellations is very very powerful at that time. And wherever, like all the negative energies are just, um, how I can say that? It's like just banished from the cosmic pattern. So that part, if, if uh, by, that, by that part, you just experience the nothingness 
you can purify your body completely because you are using some invisible energies there. And this is like the, let's say, into the energy level explanation. All right. Now, if we go into um, the spiritual part, it's also, it gives you new perspectives because it will make you see all the things that you have been going through in excess. Food, talking a lot about people, how like sometimes food is food it's like energy itself whatever you bring inside it can either give you anxiety or it can give you stress when you eat too much sugar you become like crazy yeah when you eat too much spicy you feel super active sometimes spicy food makes you eat more than usual so you're just aligning bringing your stomach into normal size bringing your organs into healthy size and releasing all the things that probably doesn't serve you and it can build a new kind of vibrations like compassion for others uh, the way you treat yourself more clarity in the mind like a new kind of behavior but it needs to be also here again we need some consistency to detox the body uh, during this month it's not only the detox of the body but it's the detox of your entire being your behavior your actions your thoughts uh, you just bring yourself back to your original source it's nothingness i am just no one i am nothing and i am just here to find out the truth about who i am so this is what is powerful about this month so experiencing nothingness it's very very powerful and uh, it's something worth to do once a year so you can see your perspective and you don't run about the false like the, the fake things i yeah. would say it sounds super, super powerful. I mean, like, I'm definitely okay. in. And then super, <laughs> so we can't you in in the program. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Really... Wow, this was, like, a really good. Thank you for sharing all of this. Thank you so much for inviting me here. And I'm really, really happy that I had to share this moment with you. Um, I mean, we shared so many things together in terms of energies and classes. And I always enjoy having you uh, in my sessions. Um, and I really am super happy to see how it changed your perspectives, how it put you into new creative paths. And um, this is already, it's like a, a huge accomplishment for me. It's like super. When I see this, I feel like, okay, I really like, I did something really good outside. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like, yay. Um, okay, so before we go, just one question. Because like, right. it seems like you are full of wisdom by now. I'm but not. Of course when, but of course, when you were younger, maybe you were not. <laughs> like we have to experience. All right. So my question is, this is like a very powerful question that many people have asked me before. And even though it seems trivial, when you ask it for, when you answer it from the heart and from a place of alignment and knowing, it's a very powerful question that comes right. from the depth of your heart. So what could you tell Inti, your younger self? Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> what would I say to my younger self? Um, I would say thank you. Because, um, you know, I started traveling when I just finished my 
uh, graduation, like my master degree. And um, I was always looking to go so far away because I wanted to sit with myself. And wherever I was doing those trips, where it lasts two years or something, I remember people around me were just telling me, why are you escaping something? Why are you going super far? And why you want to go that far to find yourself? You are just escaping and like running away from something. And now that I think about it, I think it was completely the opposite. I was facing things, going as far as possible, traveling so far by my own. It was the best thing I've ever done in my entire life because I was not escaping, but I was facing things. I was going straight into those things and I can just be thankful for the young person I was that decided uh, to just go for it, to just whatever um, confusion I had in my past, whatever things that I felt this is not where I belong, I was able to just pack my stuff, go and look for who I am. So I'm super grateful for the young self I was. <laughs> oh, that's so. amazing. I told you it was going to be deep. <laughs> And oh, I, I think everyone should be very grateful for uh, our young self because we might go through so many experiences, but this is the things that we needed to be who we are. We really needed to go through all those things. We needed to face our, our fears, anxieties, being weak, being fragile, cry. It's like this is the beauty of all what we are doing. And uh, I think, I hope everyone is just feeling thankful for the young self, the child self. And um, it's important to carry this part with us all the time, to carry the child that we were and to always be friend with it. Time to time, we need to talk to the child and to the young self and say, hey, we did a great job. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did, we did. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure having having you in the po in the podcast it's my honor to have you as the first guest it's so inspiring <laughs> to hear your story thank you so much for having me here and uh, i hope i mean whatever we say in this podcast um with you the goal is not to take every word but just i mean there is one two words one paragraph that resonates in someone yeah. out there and it will maybe change their life and i hope it will uh, change their life positively and thank you so much for opening the door for that oh thank you so much and ladies uh in case that you're like oh my god i didn't get what was her instagram and this and the other don't worry i'll put everything on the notes <laughs> on spotify uh so relax and i hope you really enjoyed this session and the practical side of it that it was super beautiful super okie dokie <laughs> Well, then I have a little ritual that I do at the end of every of every episode, and I think you're the perfect person to do this with me today. So at the end of the day, I always at the end of the show, I always say, "Oh, sending you much love all the way from home here in Malaysia," and then I kind of like go across the world, like from Malaysia all the way to Asia, all the way to Europe, to the UK, across the ocean, then yes. all the way to Mexico, Latin America, and then it's like, "Wow, we covered the world with a big hug." 
but probably we can do that together instead of just me. Yes. <laughs> Okie <Okay>, dokie. <laughs> I don't know how to do this together, so we'll just. Yeah, we can. Let's start with okay. sending you. We are sending first. Let's take a deep breath. At least you, I will, yeah, let's use our breath for that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. Actually, I'll let you guide us the hog of love and energy. I'll let yes, you close. Let's warm up the hands. Warm up the hands together. And slowly, gently from here, open your arms here. Take a deep breath in. And on your exhalation, me and Monica, we are sending you so much love, so much compassion, uh, and so much truthfulness uh, toward from Malaysia to Mexico to Morocco to African people to Latin American people to North American people to Australian people to Asian people and to all the continents in the world and may all this planet be blessed with love with compassion with peace and may all our conscious mind uh, be connected together like into a very kind of oneness space <laughs> Oh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so Namaste. much, Monica. Namaste. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good night and uh, see you next classes. <laughs> <laughs> see you Sunday. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye bye. <laughs>